What up, everybody? It's 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time, Wednesday night, and it's your boys, Mike and Miss Show. What up, Mike? Yo, what is going on? We are back. Another week. Coming what off a fucking doubleheader weekend, too. Yeah, that was a big weekend. Big old weekend. I had, had a, a birthday party and two BKFCs. Shit. You had, a, you had Bristol's birthday party? Brooklyn. Brooklyn birthday party, my bad. Brookie. Was it awesome? Uh, I, I had a blast. I ran around <laughs> just like the kids did for an hour and a half. How did you? Yeah, I did nonstop going through tubes and slides and everything else. It's uh, I'm still a kid at 40. It's awesome. I, I always have a good time with the kids' birthday parties too, man. They're fun. I had to do army shit this weekend, man. I had so Friday night I watched uh BKFC, what was it, 53, 54? What was it? 53. 53. 53. Then I had to be at drill Saturday morning. But the good thing about it was after I got through a couple meetings that I had to go to and whatnot, I had the old iPad set up and was sitting there at my desk. You warned him. Watching BKFC Thailand 5. It was a fucking good weekend. You warned him. You told them. You said it. You want to put me on work today? (laughs) I'm you know, gonna no, put on BKFC and I don't care. Nobody you seemed to fire care. Me. Not you can lie. fire me if you want to, but I'm watching the fights. Nah, what'd you think about the fight? Well, we want to do the sponsor reads real quick and then we'll talk about the fights a little bit before yeah. we talk to our guests. Well, let's do that. Uh first, first of all, Mike, someone needs to get their hair did. What, what do we got going on over here? What do you what do you say? Someone needs to get their hair did. They sure do. The Shave Pala. Everybody knows what it is, right? 101 Del Prado Boulevard, Cape Coral, Florida. Best fades and shaves in Cape Coral. What are you guys doing walking around with the hair looking like that? (laughs) It's a shame. It really is. Don't do yourself like that. You know what? Pick yourself up by the bootstraps and bring yourself in and get that hair did. I I don't know why you wouldn't, right, Kyle? Why wouldn't you get there? Why wouldn't you do it? Get down there, go see Jay Omar. What are the uh, what's uh Jay Omar Heather Heather and, and Nasty no- Nate? Oh naughty, naughty Nate. Nate. <laughs> naughty Nate. All right. Well, we love those guys, they're always supporting us. So go support them. Go get your hair cut down at the shave parlor. And if you want to make some money on the BKFC and and uh and this upcoming event this weekend in Leeds or the one next weekend in Bulgaria or Utah coming up in Salt Lake City. Go get over to no, the they're BK both B- next weekend. Oh, they're both next weekend. Yes. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Nobody's shit. fighting this weekend. No. We have a weekend off. Are you yes. kidding me? Oh shit! I, Where have you been? Oh fuck! I've Jesus been fucking. I, my brain's melted, dude. I'm on like m- many days in a row working here. But anyways, get over to the BK Bet Shark at BK Bet Shark on the Instagram and uh, pay the fifty bucks, follow his lead, and uh, win some money with the man because he's good at it. And then we have the old dynamic life. I'm Mike. Dynamic life, weight loss, sexual health, and anti-aging. Founded by a team of medical professionals with over 25 years of experience in regenerative medicine, anti-aging, weight loss, and sexual wellness. Take back control of your life now. Go to www.livedynamic.com and become a patient in just 20 seconds. And check out the Dynamic Life Instagram page at Live dynamic. That's live without an E dynamic at Instagram. Check it out. Do it now. 
Hey, we got one more that uh, isn't an official sponsor yet, but we're working with this guy. And um, shout out to Turp House Farms because they gave us a, you know, us in the military, we're not allowed to use uh, certain products. And they have a pain stick that is 100% THC free. They come in two different uh, two different sizes, a 1,000 milligram stick and a 500 milligram stick. And I'm going to tell you right now, I gave away some of these sticks at our watch parties at Mohegan Sun. And the feedback that I got from people that were using these things are like, this shit is the fucking best uh, pain relief that they've ever had. So take it from the customers or take it from the people that I gave the sticks out to. These are pretty legit. You can go over to turphousefarms.com and uh, pick one up. And if you want to, and if you want to buy a 1000 milligram stick, they go for 99 bucks. They're going to give Mike and Mish viewers the the thousand milligram stick for 65 and the 500 milligram stick usually goes for 60 and they're going to give Mike and Mish viewers um, the 500 milligram stick for 35 bucks. So that's a pretty fucking solid discount for our loyal viewers. If you guys want to get one of these pain sticks, shoot me an inbox or shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me know. And I'll, uh, I'll get you the stick for that discount. But for the time being, I got a bunch of these things. Oh boy. You're going to rub it all over. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. But, Tomorrow night, when we do the stew out of the week, which we're bringing back, I don't know if we uh, want to bring that graphic up there. Here we go. Tomorrow night on the stew out of the week, we're asking for viewers to drop some stew nod nominees on our Facebook page. Uh, you can DM us on our Instagram or you can email us at missionaccomplished at gmail.com. And uh, we'll pick the best four that we find. We'll debate it, and we'll find out who we think is the biggest student out of the week. And I'll I'll ship one of these pain sticks out to that fucking loyal viewer who came up with the biggest dumbass of the week. All right? Oh, oh, that's nice. What do you think of that, there, Mikey? That's pretty nice. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's Robin get the show on. all over everyone. Rubbing pain sticks. I'm telling you, man. Everything I hear is is pretty legit. So hey. We got a doubleheader tonight, which is going to bring yes. our first guest on in a second. We got Captain Deadpool, who's going to be fighting Danny Christie over in Leeds. Not this weekend, next weekend. And then we also have... Over the week, over the pond. <laughs> and then we got Trevor Bradshaw, who's going to be making his BKFC debut in Salt Lake City December 2nd, when he mm -hmm. takes on... Is it Troy Dennison? Troy Dennison? Something like that. Yeah, and don't get that confused with Terry Bradshaw. We are not having the retired NFL quarterback coming on. This is not <laughs> the same guy. This is a this is a bare knuckle fighting show, not an NFL quarterback show. Thank you. If he wants to come on, though, I'll talk to him about Deflate Gate and Spygate because he's a fucking twat and he likes yeah, to shit I'll, on the I'll Patriots. So I'll, I'll fight that fucking 75 year old man. I'll I don't care. If, if I can't do it, I'll get Deadpool to do it. Anyways, let's go ahead and bring our guy in. He's the main event across the pond in Leeds, BKFC 55. Is it 54? Shit, I'm all fucked up on my numbers. Come on, Mike. 55. 55. BKFC 55 in Leeds. Uh, he's fighting Danny Christie in the main event. Here he is. Our good friend, <laughs> Dirty Uncle Jerry, Captain Deadpool, Jared Warren. What up, fam? Yeah, D-U-J. What's going on, man? Ah, Mr. Pool, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing you great, are? doing great. Well, well, you know, Jared, we had to get you on for a few reasons here. I mean, you guys are, Shift MMA is in the news these days. You're, you're headlining an event overseas against uh danny christie who holds a belt over there and 
your better half didn't have a fight this past weekend. So what do we want to get into first? Uh, dealer's choice. <laughs> dealer's choice. Well, let's talk about let's talk about this. Let's get this weekend out of the way. You guys were preparing Crystal to fight um, Jay Nasty, Jordan Ralston this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an absolute shit show. We all we all heard from Jewel. We we talked to Jules. We all heard what Jules said on Brian's social show, show yesterday. They're not going to be doing any business with with uh, Jordan any further. But what was the mood like? when you guys got down there and you first found out the 21 and a half, 22 pound overage. At first it was just like comical. Like what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. I feel like I haven't heard of someone coming in more than maybe five pounds off. You know I mean? I'm, I don't know the full history of, of BKFC, but I, I'm guessing it's not anywhere close to 22 pounds. Um, but it sucks, man. I mean, she, it wasn't like the situation was like, well, she's a little too heavy, but, uh, so I'm not going to fight her because she's too big. She's like, no, I will fight her anyways. I'll freaking down as much water and eat as much food as I can to, to make the weight, uh, you know, close to where it's within the same weight class anyways. Um, and you know, like I said, it, it looked like it was going to go through at first, you know, they got them all the way through the weigh-ins. And, uh, but yeah, then like 10 a.m. the morning of is when we got the call. Like, was, was it the commission that pulled it or was it Feldman? Who was it exactly that made the call to, to shut it down? I, I'm, uh, don't quote me, but I, I think it was ultimately Feldman. Um, yeah, which like it, it's, it's kind of a, a double edged sword, man, because I totally get his side of it. Like, he doesn't want to, you know, reward this girl and let her make some money to, to jump on there when she came so far over. But at the same time, I would have liked, liked it if Crystal could just go in there and fucking punish her publicly, you know what I mean? At least, you know, get something out of it with all the training and, and uh, you know, dieting that, that Crystal does to, to make weight the proper way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks, you know. And, and I know the girl, like, put out a little – half-ass apology but it's like it's not that easy yeah i mean like like, i don't know i'll use my motorcycle as an example because you know motorcycles you don't have to carry insurance it's like hey man can i can i borrow your bike riding around the block a few times you're like i will you know be careful and then someone lays down your bike and wrecks it and they're like ah i'm sorry bro i'm not gonna pay to help you fix it but i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you know she she gets fucked she gets a, a little percentage of her original purse, um, you know, Crystal does for for doing everything she was supposed to do. But um, it literally takes thousands of dollars out of her pocket, uh, right. you know, time and money out of my pocket, too, because, you know, I'm, I'm getting the, you know, paying for a dog sitter to go down there a couple of days early to, uh, you know, help take care of her and stuff in the situation. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just things that wouldn't have gone down had we had some kind of notice and. It wasn't like, you know, this girl just gained 20-something pounds overnight. Like, she knew this was coming. She lied about her one-week-out weight. Um, that's wild that, that yeah. she would do that. Frustrating, man. It's really The, the only time I could think about – in in all the times we've been going to these events, and, like, we, we always go to the, to the weigh-ins and, and, and whatnot, and there was one time where we talked to a fighter, and 
maybe I won't say his name because it won't fucking, if he ever comes back, it wouldn't be a good thing. But he dropped 23 pounds in 24 hours prior oh, yeah, to I the weigh-ins. I think we've talked about this. In the we've past. talked about this. And when I talked to that guy, I went to talk to him at the weigh-ins. And I went to interview him. And I asked him if he wanted to do it. And I wasn't like with the microphone. I was like, yo, you want to go do an interview real quick after, you know, before your fight? He couldn't put a fucking sentence together, dude. He was like, uh, uh, uh. it's too much. I was like, dude, much. okay. Uh, all right. I was like, you go hydrate yourself and get how like get yourself. I was concerned for to, him because I like Yeah, him. yeah. Oh, and, and, and it was weird because like one crystal was there. Yeah, 12 hours later, you know, the next morning he seemed completely fine. So, <laughs> but I but that's a and and not nothing against a, a woman, but I feel like our bodies are built different. We can drop 20 pounds in a day and put it back on and not fucking kill ourselves. In a, and for a woman to do that, it's damn near impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the, you know, the, the bigger you are naturally, like uh, probably the more muscle you have too, you got, you got more to drain out of you. Yep. Um, but yeah, with, like when she weighed in at that 50, 156 point, whatever, that was after she had sweated out some pounds. You know so. Yeah, that's crazy. I, and I, I think another reason to let the fight not, or, or not let the fight happen is because we know you read through Facebook, you read through Instagram. There's always the haters. There's always the people that are going to pick apart. And this time they would have had a really good reason to be like, look at this person. Looks like shit out there. Looks horrible. You know, make the sport look bad. BKFC's nose diving. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just don't. I think all around just to not let it happen probably was a good thing. Obviously not for you guys, but for the look of the sport too, to be like, Oh, this person came on way overweight. And like you said, that's after probably losing some weight then yeah. came in and still look like that. People probably would have been like, that is a horrible yeah. uh, and, and I, to I put do, it together right now. I do get it from that point of view, like a hundred percent. It'd be fuel for the haters fire for sure. Yeah. yeah you know, it just, it just, again, just sucks for her bottom line because, you know, um, it's not like Crystal, like, walks around at 135 all the time. I mean, she's not a ton bigger, but she does, again, like, diet properly and, like, do what you're supposed to do to, to make weight. So, you know, months of, of doing things, uh, you know, by the book and, you know, training one to two times a day every day, and it ends up being for nothing but a, you know, percentage of your original purchase was to get just hurts yeah it's yeah. too bad and it's not like the military mike right right where we if we can come in overweight but then they measure our neck and our yeah. waist and shit and yeah. they do like this weird measuring thing and if in it and they do this calculation and if your body mass index BMI, is yeah. under a certain percentage that you're not considered you overweight anymore. you're good to go <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that for fighting you know, it's much different great. though yeah, but I forget about that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope we'll, we'll just we'll kill this right now. I, we hope that, and I'm sure that you guys have already. I mean, Jihad and Rick are doing their thing, and hopefully, we see her on a card very soon. I mean, it, it, maybe even like if we could see her in yeah, December maybe. on that card right there, uh -huh. that would be pretty fucking dope uh -huh. too. I mean, she's obviously already ready to go. Yeah, right. They, I, I have a feeling that card is probably fairly booked up since it's got so much attention. But if there if there was a viable opening, like let's go. That'd be sick. Anyway, are you guys gonna go out there anyway? Even if you uh if you don't, 
if they don't put her on there or whatever, you're going to be home healed up from whatever war you go through in two weeks. And are you going to take a trip out to Salt Lake city or are you, we haven't planned that, but um, I'm not opposed to it. Like I said, I mean, between this trip and a, and a recent trip, I just took down to Peru a few weeks ago. Like, I feel like I've been flying a lot. Oh, Mr. World Traveler, huh? Yeah, well, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. World Traveler. Best buddy was getting married down there and I was uh, playing the best man card. So yeah, I had to. Where was it? It was in uh in Lima. Lima, Peru. Holy shit. I was just watching and I think he's in the comment section. Gator, um, Gator Wrestler. He's got that Reddit show that's that's uh pretty damn good. He does a good job with it. I don't know if anybody's really picked up on it yet, but he's doing his thing and he's getting a lot of good good guests. And he just talked to um he talked to Palomino, and Palomino was just talking about how Lima, Peru is now the most dangerous city. Well, I don't know about in the world. He said in the world, but I think there might be a more dangerous city in the world right now, to be honest with you. But he did. He said that down in in South. I'll I'll give him this. Probably South America. The most dangerous city in South America is Lima, Peru right now. He said over anywhere in Colombia or Brazil. Yeah, maybe. But usually it'd be like El Salvador. Um, I actually ran ran into uh, Tommy at the fights um, at breakfast, like the day of the fight. And uh, chatting a little bit, and I, I had mentioned that too, and and he said the same thing. And I, I think, I mean, it was my first trip down there um, to South America at all, but um, I think Lima itself, at least where I was, is like a little more touristy. Um, so I didn't run into any problems or anything. Like I would, you know, I walked everywhere. Like everything was pretty close to my hotel, and I kind of felt like uh, almost like a little bit of a celebrity because I was so much taller and blonder than everybody. Like I got a lot, <laughs> a lot of strange looks when I was going by, but um, I never felt threatened. And like, I never had any, any shady looking characters or anything like that to worry about. Um, it was a pretty, pretty uh, fun little trip, man. Didn't, didn't have any issues. Nice. Well, well, let's talk about your fight, man. You, um, you now have the biggest opportunity I think you've had so far in your BKFC career, maybe even in your fight career. I don't know, but, uh, Danny Christie is a fucking savage out there. And I know you've done your homework and you've taken a look at uh, all his fights. Did you ever watch the the famous gym fight that he had? Did you check no, it out? Oh my God. When we get off this interview, you got to go look it up. Mike, who the hell he fought someone and the guy was, you know, when they call him the governor, the governor is like the, the, like the, the king of the bare knuckle fighters in, in London or whatever. Yeah. What's that? He, There's a movie called bare knuckle that. Yeah. Has to get about, back. well, the, yep. he fought Decca. So the dude in the movie lost to the guy that Danny Christie fought in the gym. Okay. That's who he lost his like governor title to this guy, Decca and Danny Christie and him had beef. And like, I guess they, they agreed to meet up in this gym somewhere and fight bare knuckle to settle their differences. Dude, go watch that. It's like a 20 minute long, absolute fucking slug fest. And at the end of it, at the end of it, I don't think they squashed their beef to be honest with you. I think they still wanted to fight when it was over, but it is one, it is a sight to behold for, for sure, check that shit out, man. At least, at least they got a, a chance to go at it. Shit, that's uh, like I, said, I mean, most of the time, you you get in a fist fight with somebody, like after that, you feel pretty pretty good. You're like, oh, 
I'm not really mad at them anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty, it's a good way to settle beef. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so Danny Christie, he is a beast. You've taken a look at him. You're uh, you're coming off of, of a fight that ended in controversy and it, and it kind of sucked for you. You got hit by in the ear, you hit by in the head. Um, a lot of people were like trying to say that you fucking quit. <laughs> um, Neither you did. guys had footage of the the shot landing. There was pictures. There was a lump on the back. I mean, it, it sucked the way it ended. Didn't end the way you wanted. We thought you were going to end up running it back with Josh. But then all of a sudden this fight came up. And we actually heard about it when we were out in Denver for the Chris Camozzi Lorenzo fight. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to do a podcast with Lou Fuse. Mick Terrell and Danny Christie. And uh, we had no fucking idea that this was even in the talks when we like asked them to come on the show. Right. We were just, we were just excited that we were actually going to be able to do a, a show at one o'clock in the afternoon in America. And they would have a decent time to talk to us in London. So they just dropped some like breaking news, like right on the, right. like literally like 20 minutes before we went on, on the air. I'm like, holy shit, do you see this shit? So was this something that you had heard them talking about? Or did this catch you by surprise when they called and asked you if you want to fight Danny Christie? Was this something that you had already heard of? It, it came about kind of quick. Um, and it was basically through Instagram. Uh, Lou Fuse had, had put up a post um, about Danny saying, like, you know, I think, I think basically Danny was calling out, like, the top five of the light heavyweight division. And uh, they're like, you know, who's going to answer the call? And I think they probably put it up at nighttime, their time zone. So I didn't see it till the next morning. And uh, when I saw, I'm like, oh, I'm tagging this post. And nobody else had responded to it yet. And I'm like, immediately, I'm like, I'm always available for such. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, shit. I feel like within a week of that post, um, it came to fruition. Yeah, I mean, so I wow. give. I gave him and uh, Lou Fuse uh, credit for for putting it out there. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because of course we wanted um, a rubber match with with Dyer, but I mean, I'm sure you guys know as well as I do that uh, BKFC isn't big on immediate rematches unless there's you know something big and wild and crazy that happened. Like you know, I, I think whenever uh, Richmond and Lorenzo fought, a lot of people are calling for an immediate rematch, but um, they usually don't do them less than a year apart. Yeah. I mean, like they, they usually like to have a little time in between and then this came about. And to me, he's, you know, a bigger deal, more viable opponent anyways, higher ranked and all that. So I was, I was, uh, uh, delighted to get the invite. And I'm like, shit, I was like, I already got my passport, uh, renewed. Cause again, I was planning on going to Peru anyway. So it all kind of fell in line pretty quick. Has the training changed at all for you or is it pretty much status quo now in the shift gym like you've been doing this for so long now and you've basically fought most of the tough guys that the bkfc can throw towards you besides a champion um are are training camps pretty similar now they don't change all that much it's bare knuckle fighting so it can't change all that much right yeah because because whether whether i'm uh i have an opponent scheduled or not i'm always in there um, you know, very often, you know, me and Chris are always in their training and, uh, yeah, you know I mean? Like I, I enjoy it. Like the only thing that changes is maybe the intensity 
and you start getting more like two a days where like if i'm not in fight camp i'll usually train once a day and then once i am i, I always try and um you know get get two two shifts in there at the very least um so yeah you know we got a good good regiment you know we got good coaches in there and everything so it is kind of kind of status quo yeah i mean you don't have to train for, like you know in mma one guy might be like a jits fucking whiz or or, or a strong wrestler or a kickboxer or some shit like that you really right. don't have to worry about any of that shit and that's what's pretty fucking awesome about it. you must love that about this sport right it is <laughs> it's a beautiful thing like you know you have to be really good at one thing but it's just the one thing you know and instead of having to like oh today is striking today's jujitsu like you said today's wrestling um and picking up all those little random injuries doing all that different kind of shit but yeah when it's just just one thing to focus on um nice it's nice to just be able to do that are you a full-time fighter now or are you or do you are you still a fireman what are you doing still with the fire department yeah uh, you know i i usually like will take um a couple weeks leading off to the fight off to kind of you know hone in and and get some better, uh training better sleep and all that you know because we get shit for sleep whenever i'm at work um but yeah i still i'm still employed it would it would nice to be able to just be like oh this is it for me i'm making such massive huge paychecks i can not have to have the fire department but don't get me wrong they do pay us well um you're not there yet no i'm not there yet yeah you know i mean and it is still uh, smart to have a, a consistency with you know good benefits and a pension and all that you would think though a win over danny christie next week would put you right there on lorenzo hunt's doorstep for a shot at the 185 pound title right i i, just, I, I don't see any other way around it you know if that's the case like well, Danny's. I mean, if if the rankings mean anything, and like, tr tr trust me, dude. I was looking at the rankings earlier today, and I still don't understand how some of this shit works. But that's amazing. But you are fighting the guy who is number one in that division and holds a belt in in Europe or, or the BKFC UK London UK. Yeah. He holds the BKFC UK title. He's ranked number two because Mundell, Mundell actually um, still has the number one spot. He's the 175 champ, but he's had some a few good wins in 185. True. So, well, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't best. know. I don't know what what the fuck I'm looking at, Jared. But I'm looking at Derek. I mean, I'm looking at Danny Christie on the screen right over there, and it says hashtag one light heavyweight right next to his name. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> it's probably different on the fucking app on your phone. I guarantee you then, it is. And then it's different on a tablet, and then it's different on a laptop <laughs> because this shit is all fucked up, dude. Yeah, you got the consistency. It's got <laughs> no consistency going on here. They ain't talking to each other. Yeah, it's wild. But, I mean, what what frustrates me on, on the whole ranking thing is um, before my last fight, I was ranked third, and Dyer wasn't ranked. And then we have a no contest, and I dropped the fourth, and then he's fifth. I'm like, the fuck just happened? I was like, you can <laughs> no contest, right? Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's there's mass confusion. Like, a month ago, Britton Hart was 
out of the top five rankings of the women's flyweight division, which she should be because she's the 115th champ. So, yeah, don't have her taking up a spot in the 125-pound rankings if she doesn't ever plan on going back up there. Good on them. They took her out of that rankings. One month later, she's back in there, like, tied with fucking Jade Wong at number two. It doesn't make any, like, what? There's a yeah. tie at number two now? What, what the fuck is going on? It's crazy. Yeah. I think you probably heard on, uh, I think it was on social show, where they were talking about how, for some reason, they didn't have Mundell in the pound-for-pound pound rankings. It's crazy. And and I actually, like, after I saw it, I went, like, to check to see, like, who was in the pound-for-pound and then it was just gone altogether. Like if you scroll through the rankings on the app, like there's not a pound for pound link to click on. So I guess they decided like, okay, we got to take this down and redo the shit. So. <laughs> is it on that? Is it on the actual website? I don't know. I'll check it out afterwards. Um, Jared, you got the, the biggest fight of your career coming up. Uh, we're excited to see you fight, but before we get you out of here, we got to, um, we got to play a little thing. It's getting close to, uh, to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. we're going to ask you, the first question has nothing to do with saying Thanksgiving. It has everything <laughs> to do with your name. It's a, yeah. it's a speed round, and I, and I want to know um, if your name is Captain Deadpool. Those out there would think one of two people is your favorite superhero of all time, but who is your, your all-time, your real favorite superhero? It would have to be Deadpool. He's fucking... It is Deadpool. Okay. Really? You know, it would have been a lot cooler if you were like, you know what? It's actually Batman, but I, it's a cool <laughs> fucking name, dude. It is that it's Deadpool. Okay, all right, we'll give you that. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Go ahead, um, Mike. Number two. How many number twos in a single day is healthy? Can you tell me? I would say one to three. One, one to three. three. Hmm. Me yeah. and you are not. Not in big trouble if I only did one a day. <laughs> big trouble. Well, big. I uh I was over I went to some like Mediterranean food thing with uh, a couple guys uh during drill weekend this past weekend and I ate the same shit they that they ate and uh, the, the next day I come into work they're like dude were you okay last night I was like yeah I was fine why one of them's like bro I shit like seven times last night and the other oh, one's like no, oh I got I was, no. No, I was on all night and I'm like dude I didn't not at all. I was. It was a completely normal day for me. I don't know what the fuck all happened. You, both two other guys and, oh I, and me. God. We all they ate the same thing, thing. huh? They yeah. ate the same shit. They ate the same shit. I don't know. It was fucking weird. So you would say those are unhealthy Maybe fellas. Two questions about Thanksgiving. What is your favorite Thanksgiving drink of choice? When you're sitting at that dinner table on Thanksgiving, <laughs> you got all the food. What's in your hand? Eh, honestly, like probably my most consistent habit that i would say the majority of the world if not just athletes say would be unhealthy is like soda i drink fucking soda pretty regularly like really daily basis i mean because you gotta go to walk around my my you know fight weight i don't ever have to diet or anything um i really can't put on pounds of right in. i do that's uh that's me i drink a lot of fucking soda dr pepper sprite what do you drink so my my like my favorite if you were to just make me pick one and it's kind of like a uh it, it's like a they they just do it like for a few months out of the year is the baja blast version of mountain dew which oh yeah 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 year round but to be able to buy it in like a can or or a bottle it's only like a few months out of the year so i like when it when it comes out i stock up on that shit you know they have that spiked now 
spiked Baja Blast uh, in the liquor store? Ever had because I kind of don't want to like ruin it for myself. You know what I mean? Like if you have if you have alcohol and like end up having a bad experience and then you, you don't ever want to drink it again. So I'm, <laughs> like, that could happen. That could uh, happen. I gotta tell you, man, my favorite soda, and, it, and it's a specific time to drink it. There is nothing better than eating like American Chinese food. And I call it American Chinese food because it's Chinese food. That's like the same at every fucking place. <laughs> that food with a really cold can of Coke is like the fucking best thing. It in the is world. good. I, it yeah. really is. You get a really good. Time. You down half the can get a nice yeah. burp going. Fucking ain't right. Last question for you, Jared. What is something you always hated eating at Thanksgiving, but you pretended to like it? Ooh. Um. You make, you know, Aunt, you know, Brenda feel really good about her stuffing or, <laughs> you know, her, like, I, me being casserole. I don't have anything that I can say that I, like, I could really hate. But, yeah, like, actually kind of the ones you mentioned, like, stuffing and, and, and green beans and stuff. Like, I was kind of, like, dabble with. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll put it on the plate to say that I got some. But, I'm I mean, like, just, the rest of my year, I'm just, usually just meat and potatoes kind of guy. Like, get my turkey, get my, get my mashed potatoes, you know rolls lots of butter all the fat ass stuff oh yeah like a good roll a little cranberry sauce and, and i'll eat any and all <laughs> types of pie like i oh, i'm in dude. on those big there's pie a guy big there's pie. a website that popped up in my feed the other day and i almost talked myself into spending like 130 dollars on a freaking pie i don't know how I, I don't know how it came to that but it was a pie it was like an apple pie and you might have seen this it's probably in your feed and if it's not it's going to be after this interview you'll you know all the phones listen it was like an apple pie that was like loaded like this high from the top it like and they poured some kind of sauce over it and it was all like apple sliced thinly and it was like it looked like 130 dollars Hundred and thirty dollars for a pie. How much do you think it weighed? Probably twenty pounds. Fifteen pounds. It was huge. I, I you'll see. I'm gonna send it to you. You gotta see this freaking thing. I'm gonna get a picture of this pie. Uh that shit's hilarious. Well, hey, Mike, do we have a graphic for his fight? We got oh, we got we Jared, got Captain Deadpool Warren. He's going all across the pond. He's taking on Danny Christie, light heavyweight bout. The uh, the UK belt is not on the line, but a shot at Lorenzo most likely is. What is the final words you want to say to the people that are going to be tuning in November eighteenth when you when you head over to Leeds? Oh fucking well, first of all, it's going to be on in the afternoon, so don't forget that. Um, but it's going to be fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like I, I there the the BKFC UK cards they always have a little bit different of a vibe to them, like kind of kind of smoky and stuff, but um i think they're cool yeah you know i mean and they they like the rest of their cards they always put on a good show and stuff so um i don't know like i, I haven't gotten a thrown an easy opponent this far and this one's not gonna be different i think we're gonna have a hell of a fight so y'all tune in watch us get bloody Fucking oh i can't wait hey we'll be tuned in it's when you get off when you get off with us go on youtube look up danny christie versus Deca, it's D-E-C-C-A. Yeah, do it. Gym fight. Just look that up. Just type. I, I think if you just look that up, you'll find it, and it's fucking fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. a good watch, that's for sure. Uh, Jared, thanks for always coming on and having a good time with us. I hope we uh, get to see you soon. Um, maybe out in Salt Lake City if you guys mm -hmm. make the trip out there. Mike, you got anything yeah. else for Jared? Yeah, get to Salt Lake City. I mean, there should be no second question here. This is it. You get there. We'll go hit up <laughs> Top Golf. We'll have a few drinks, we'll have some food, and we'll 
and we'll laugh. All right. Yeah. And we'll <laughs> laugh and we'll laugh. And that's what we'll do. You're right. It's been too long since we since the Wolfpack got back together. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> got the Wolfpack. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. You go have yourself a good night. And uh, we'll be tuned in on the 18th for sure. My pleasure, fellas. Talk soon. Right, later. later. There he is. Captain Deadpool. Yeah. Jared Warren. Yeah, man, that's going to be a banger. You know that Jared has only fucking bangers oh, in his blood. He doesn't have a boring fight in him, and Danny Christie is an absolute hammer in there. So that should be a fucking amazing fight. Uh, must see TV for sure. And uh, we got a second guest ready to come on already, we and do. he's going to be making his debut on that card that we just tried to talk Jared into going to. December 2nd in Salt Lake City, Utah. This guy will be making his debut for the BKFC. Although I, I believe he may have intended on making a debut for them a while back. We'll talk about that in a second. Here he is, Mr. Trevor Bradshaw. Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing? What's doing happening, great. man? Oh, just living the dream, man. Just enjoying the process. Enjoying nice. the, I see you're, are you at home or are you, uh, is that your home gym? What do you got there? Yeah, I'm a busy man, man. So when I can cram it in, I kind of just turn my basement into our, in nice. our new house, just kind of my, my man cave. So this is where I get all the extra, extra credit in. Um, I still have a home gym that I go to. I mean, like a team gym that I go to, but just to always stay busy. I, I'm always working. There you go. Well, thanks for giving us some of your time here. Um, yeah. we like you just heard me say, you are uh making your debut for the BKFC December 2nd. But Mike and I were talking about this. You had signed with them a long time ago, right? Um, yeah, it was back. I mean, a few years back, I was in uh the bubble with Clay Collard, and our coach was talking to me at the time, and we were just getting ready for uh, Clay Collar to fight Anthony Pettis that first season. He was in the part of the PFL. And uh, he's like, I think you do really well at B uh, BKFC. And my coach knew a lot of connections. And he uh, got me like a three-fight deal or a year contract. And I, you know, was pushing to try to get something. I think they tried. They offered me like Bobby Taylor right off the bat. And I was down. I was ready to go. Um didn't really hear much back. We just stayed busy. I've been, you know, fighting in MMA and just staying busy in MMA. Um, a little upside down in that. But uh, we've just been super, super stubborn and getting back after it because I know my uh, record don't reflect which kind of fighter I am. But uh, kind of got the, you know, word that they're coming to Salt Lake to uh, do tryouts and so i was like yeah you know i'm gonna have to go go that way then i guess and so that's kind of how that turned about you know how long ago that was 136 weeks ago <laughs> wait a minute so when 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 the when the when the tryouts came to salt lake city did you go to them yeah i uh yeah they did a little countdown show for you yeah, After wait, too. Uh, wait a minute so when when was this uh, I forgot the exact date. It was about. I think I have. They came through. I went and tried out, and uh, a, cu a couple months ago, you said. Right? No, it was. It wasn't a couple months. Maybe, maybe two a month and a half ago. Two yeah. months. Okay. So, months, yeah, it might have been. I guess what I'm confused about is if you signed a a three fight deal with them 136 weeks ago, right. why did you have to try out again? Uh, that 
Uh, to, I'm to be completely. I'm I'm kind of lost. Like, <laughs> Wait, I, that, I, am I, I stupid for thinking well, like that? I don't no, know. Maybe no, no. I uh, I actually like you know I was my coach at the time and our uh, clay callers coach Ryan Olt. He uh, previously passed away. Um, bless his heart. You know his family. Rest his peace. Um, he had all, kind of everyone he was talking to about it and kind of just lost touch with that route, but. Um, I'm I'm super anxious to get in there. I I have a fight style that will go perfect into BKFC and every all my teammates, my coaches, and everyone that's seen me fight, they they're all telling me this is right where I need to be. Yeah, I was uh, watching some of your fights on YouTube, and there was one where you finished this dude up against the cage, and the guy when you started throwing hands at him against the cage, he like turned his body sure. kind of a, away from you. And the way you knocked him out, it was like out of a video game. It looked fucking, it didn't even look real. It was like, yeah. Yeah. You, do you know which one I'm talking about? I, 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 yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, And he kind of, you know, like I don't wish any like hurt on anybody, but he was like in my inbox, blowing me up, like sending me the F around and find out memes all the time. <laughs> and I like, I just kind of ignored it and put it on the, put it on the back, you know, burn, just kind of forgot about it. But, uh, after doing that, I was just like, you know, you 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 fucked around and found out, bro. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, there were there were some good ones. I I I just like to bring exciting fights to the crowd, and that's just my fight style. I like to engage in a firefight, and uh, some say it's a brawler. I call it controlled chaos. You know, I've learned a lot how to control it down a little bit, and so I'm excited to go into the BKFC world so I can still have controlled chaos. You know, and do what I do. And just as soon as I start touching, you know, touching people, they're going to go to sleep. So, yeah, I feel like you can see it in your fights. When I, the fights that I, that are out there that I watched, I, I can see by the way that you swing, I feel like bare knuckles going to be pretty good for you. And if you start landing shots, it's not going to feel too good. Yeah. And like I said, it's precision, you know, like I've, we've, we've been training really hard with, uh, you know, my punch power because I don't, I, you know, I don't want to break my hands. I know it's, you're susceptible to break sometimes and I'm okay with that. We just want to be cautious, pick our shots wisely and, and make, you know, like, of it. You, you mentioned that when you first were talking with them, they talked about Bobby Taylor, yeah. um, who fights at 155 pounds, but your fight in December is a welterweight fight, correct? Is this 165 you're fighting at? Yes, it is. Um, I typically, I, I in my amateur days and early into my pro career, I was fighting welterweight and a lot heavier. I was kind of stuck on the weight and being big. And my coach always told me for the longest time, you're a, if you you know if you get a call to the big show or you know that higher level, you're gonna be you're a one fifty fiver. And we finally figured that out and dialed it in. And I feel fantastic at one fifty five. And I was up to fighting on this card or any card at 155 but uh we we decided to do a catchweight or agreed at 165 so i i feel good at both weights so oh man i like like mike said when we were watching i mean i was watching some of your fights and now that i think about that 165 pound division um not looking past your fight on december 2nd against denison of course oh, but now like seeing what i saw and like I could picture a, a Dustin Peg fight with you would be fucking fantastic. I think you two would match up very well. Even the guy, even Joe Elmore, who just fought Dustin Peg, would be another one that would be a fun fight with you. 
seeing what we saw. I'm I'm really I really am curious to see December second to see like how you settle in in the square circle for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm you know you clearly everyone you get the nerves. Everyone asks you if you're nervous, excited, and this and that. And there's always going to be nerves, but uh, genuinely, I'm I'm comfortable with this. I'm really looking forward to it. But it plays into my fight style exactly what we want. So it's kind of like. I'm I'm so ready for it. I can't even explain it. So, dude, and, and are you are you 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 live in Salt Lake City or are you nearby? I'm about thirty minutes north up like Ogden area of the valley, so that's not too far from Salt Lake City. Either way, that's that's like your wheelhouse right now. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a decent crowd there supporting oh, yeah. you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna have the Utah fans show up, and we're excited that BKFC's you know coming through. Um. And it's just, they're just doing big things, you know, on Fox and just growing just huge, big superstar athletes. And I'm excited to showcase my skills on that level on the platform because I belong there. And you're, and you're sharing that night with like Eddie fucking Alvarez. In my, yeah, not, <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, not to, not to downplay that. And oh, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's crazy, right? It is crazy. So I am the very first fight of the night too. I found yeah. out. So I'm kind of like, all right. Clearly, I want to build up and get those, get those bigger fights later on in the show. But I'm just so excited to get there and fight. So I'm like excited to set the tempo for the night, and it's it's going to be so fun. This is perfect for you. It, it, it's your it's your debut fight with the company. You get to make a big splash to start off the night and kick the fucking oh, yeah. crowd up. Oh, but then you get you get to go in the back, clean up, throw some clothes on, and then go back yeah. out there and watch the rest of this freaking insane card okay. and just card. That's the plan. That's exactly you said it, sir. So that's the plan. We're sticking to that. Man, I can't like, like if I was you, that I would be so happy that that's my spot. Be like, hell yeah. yeah. Yes, cool. let me start it off. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. And and um yeah, Salt Lake City, we've never been out there, but we been the furthest we've gone with BKFC is Denver, and okay. the Denver crowds are are nuts out there. Are, is it a fight town? Is like Salt Lake City into this? Is it a big fight town? Um. Well, I fight for a local promotion here, and uh, we do pretty good. It has a really big MMA scene, and then UFC came, and all the all the Instagram, you know, everyone came out, and all of a sudden we have like all these fight fans, you know. So I'm like, I know they're here. I know we're, I know they love it. So whether, you know, the local level is just trying to build up more, you know, asses and seats, but I know for a fact that uh, Utah is going to show up to this BKFC event. I can guarantee it. Yeah. I, I have to say like once, when they first said in Salt Lake city, I, w I was a little bit nervous because I'm like, it's yeah. nice to have a card there. Cause we break uh, BKFC breaking into new States, getting legalized. That's what we want to see. But when they said Salt Lake city, was going to be the home for this card. I did at first. I was like, oh, I'm a little nervous about that because originally it was rumored to be in Dallas, Texas. And oh, that really? was like, oh, shit, it's going to be this big car. It's going to be crazy. And then they said Salt Lake City. And I'm thinking to myself like, oh, man, it's like, who's going to be out that way? Is it going to fill up? And uh, as the card started filling up and the fighters on the card, I started watching the fighters. And it seems like you guys do have like a really good fight community going on out there. Oh yeah, we do. We do. we definitely do. It's growing. We have a lot of talent out here, a lot, of, a lot of a lot of killers that are pushing for the dream. And so, when it gets like that, it it gets competitive, and we're all we all have the same same dream in mind. So it's fun. 
Yeah, I feel like the city must be condensed. Like it, there, there's got to be a ton of people living in Salt Lake City because like the state is pretty big, but it has the population of like Connecticut. So like I can imagine like there's probably so many people in that one area, you know. Just yeah, it's, gro- in. it's growing quite a bit. Um, clearly, like people are getting away from their crappy town you know not to get into all that but yeah i could see it i've been here my whole life i love it here in utah i plan on staying here um but yeah it's getting busy but with that it's it's good for it's good for the state we we have a lot of eyes on us right now and that's that's what i'm excited for that we can continue to get big cards big shows like this coming our way and giving fighters like me and others in the state that deserve the chance to get out there and show the world who we are and they're they're also i think they just and Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they just announce that California? Are we are we going to LA? LA, Los Angeles? Am I wrong about this? What? LA, like Los Angeles, California. I haven't the, heard anything. The BKFC chef put out a video, and oh, Lorenzo really? Hunt was in it, and he said, "We're going out to my hometown," and I want to say they said LA. Either way, my whole point is. They they leave, they're in Colorado now they're in Utah they're going to be in California soon so if they in, if they don't want to bring all you West Coast fighters all the way over here to Florida where they've been having ninety percent of their damn cards because yeah. of legalization issues um, you're going to have much more opportunities now especially with the ABC's rule set and and the fact that. Feldman said that they're shooting for like 86 events next year. So you can imagine that there's going to be plenty of work for you to do uh, for this promotion, I would imagine. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm down to fight wherever it goes. I wouldn't, and this is a one fight deal. I clearly want to fight and impress them and get more and continue to wherever we can go to fight is where I want to be. Hell yeah, dude! And you said you uh, you train with with Clay Colliard and and uh, his and your your team. Clay's a fucking animal. Does he uh does he like the sport? Does he is he like pumped for you uh, making your debut here? Yeah, like uh, Clay and I, we've uh, this last couple camps. He's been he lives in Idaho and he comes back to Lehigh and uh, Provo area, and so it's hard to kind of link up when we do. But um, yeah, we're like super good friends um we he he likes he's a boxer you know he went over there to top rank and destroyed everyone over there not everyone but you know what i mean he uh yeah he's he's an athlete he's a dog and he's he, he's gonna go out there and win that million so that's fucking awesome yeah, yeah he's i'm i'm rooting for him he deserves it more than anybody that i know he works hard and he deserves it so sick now what can you tell us about your uh, your opponent troy dennison from what I know of him, he's a local guy like myself. I've seen him around the fight game for a long time here in Utah. He's fought uh, a couple of my teammates in the past. Um, I know he's a southpaw that likes to throw and get in a fight too. So I appreciate, I appreciate that. And so I'm never overlook anybody. I've learned, you know, there's a lot of things in the in my past fights that I may have overlooked and realized that okay, you know, there's you can get complacent sometimes. So we've We've stayed super focused and worked really hard, and I'm not overlooking anybody. But I f- I'm I'm dangerous right now, and I'm excited to go on there and share that opportunity with Troy. Man, do you see 
the fight going long. Like now you, you, you pay attention to the sport. You see the sport, you see the pace of the sport. You see that guys have, have gone away from breaking their hands so often because they're being a little more precise and more tactful with their attacks here. Sure. Um, Obviously, you have you have a game plan, and we don't want to know what it is. But do you see what uh, do you see this fight with Troy going long? You, you think you can get him out of there quick? What are you thinking? Uh, I want to have fun in there. So if I can put on a show and still have fun, and like you know, I, don't, I just want to have fun in there. So if I can, if it happens fast, and it just it, that's how sometimes it usually happens fast. Like the statistics show that all my fights end first round or pretty quick. And when we eliminate any gloves, I would imagine just with the power, I could see him going to sleep fast, but I wouldn't mind putting on a really good fight for the fans and getting into it. I don't, my wife wouldn't appreciate it <laughs> to get in there and end it fast. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to have fun. Listen, just but but you can fire the the crowd up with a quick knockout just as much as you can fire the crowd up with a with a war. And the kid that's fighting on that same card, Keegan Vandermeer, when he made his debut for the BKFC back in like last October, and he fought on the first fight of the card in front of his hometown. So he was very very similar to your situation right now. Set the tone setter for the night. He knocked the dude out with the loudest punch we ever heard in our fucking life. It was so it sounded like a tree branch break in. He knocked him out, broke his hand, but put a bunch of staples and or in stitches in the side of the dude's head. That crowd went absolutely ballistic. Yeah. And then it never calmed down for the entire night. It was absolutely fucking awesome. And it was like a 30 second knockout or something like that. So it's easy well, yeah. to get the it's easy to get these crowds going, dude. For sure. Well, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. It puts the pressure on me to get to do so because I like to I like the pressure. You know, I, I do good under pressure. So we welcome it. That's a good feeling to have is those nerves and I've always became friends with those feelings. So December second, we're gonna be more than ready to get in there and let it go. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Anytime you see somebody when they when they get you up to that scratch line, they say total line. And as soon as they say knuckle up, the guy the guy who comes off that line quickly and ferociously, that's usually the person who has an advantage. That that that's what it seems like to me. Like you've seen we've seen some crazy knockouts off the line too. Like the Yuli Diaz fastest knockout. You've probably seen that before. That one was insane. Uh yeah, two second knockout. There's a couple of those. Uh so Esteban's going to be on there. He had the second round knockout at the first second of the second round. He just knocked the dude out right off the yeah. scratch line. Boom. Just knocked Fucking him wild. first punch out. Yeah. Th- this it's a pretty crazy uh, sport. It's yeah. fun live. You're going to, I mean, you're going to be right in the ring. Shit. I just sit next to the ring and watch it. You're going to yeah, be in yeah. there. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to love it. Go watch it after. So like we said. well, we'll get together when we get out there and we'll talk then. Before we let you go, though, we got four questions, four quick non-fight related questions. Here we go. First one for you, Trevor Bradshaw. How often do you get called Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> ah, Terry, not too much, not too much. I, I get more of the Travis or Tyler. Oh, I was going to I mean, if you were out here in the East Coast like us, people would be calling you Terry Bradshaw yeah. constantly. I've almost called you Terry Bradshaw like a few times today while we were talking earlier. I almost said it. Well, no yeah. really. I do get that question, but there's no relation. <laughs> All right, number two. 
best Thanksgiving side dish? Uh, the sweet potato crunch. Like the what? What is it? Crunch. What? What makes it crunch? What is sweet potato crunch? Well, I don't, I don't like I don't like sweet potatoes, and you know the sweet potatoes at Thanksgiving. I was like, I'm super picky, so I'm like, blah, I like, get them away from me. But my uh, my wife's uh, grandma, so my grandma, she uh, makes the best sweet potato crunch it's like a little bit of marshmallows on top so it's a little bit oh, of a trick yeah. with sweet potatoes so with some almonds oh, so that's yeah. a, that, that that would have to be my new favorite i would have to say that sounds fantastic there we yes. go i like it number three um how early do you guys put up your christmas tree uh it, my wife put it up just like a few days ago so, no way. I was just going to say, because I had a couple friends that put it up like two days after th- Halloween was over, their Christmas tree was up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. my mother-in-law's was up probably a week before that. And so my wife, she yeah. got on it the other night. Yeah, it's beautiful. Damn. My family was always like the weekend after Thanksgiving, the tree went up. That's when it went. But it seems like it's getting earlier and earlier. And by the way, one, the, the guy whose family put the tree up first, this is what he does, Trevor. At the end of the Christmas year, they have a fake tree. They take all the breakable ornaments off the tree, and then they shrink wrap it with all the other ornaments already on it. (laughs) And then at the end of the year, they put that shit in the attic. And when it's time to put the tree back up, they stick it in the thing, and he cuts the cellophane down. It pops out, and then they put the broken... (laughs) My wife, my wife would just absolutely be shaking her head like, "No way!" She's, yep, never happened. Control that department. If she's she's happy with that, I'll let her do whatever she wants. So this shit's so funny. All right, last question for you. Here you go, Mike. Best thing to do in Salt Lake City. What's going on in Salt Lake that we should? What, what are we do? looking to do out there? Oh, man, that's a tough one. There's so much to do out here. Um, clearly, everyone dogs it for being boring out here. But if you're into anything outdoors hiking park city is super rad beautiful up there um park city park city is awesome so i've hit up park city uh moab's awesome it's a little bit further so if you guys do have time anywhere down in that kind of southern part utah's just fantastic so if you guys do get here a little bit more than just a weekend hit me up we can take you out and get to show you around Hell yeah. I actually got a, a army buddy of mine that's going to come to the event. He's going to bring his wife and his kids, but I'm probably we're probably going to meet him out for a drink somewhere or do something. So yeah, great it'll suit, be good vibes. Typically nice people. You know, we always get the, you know, we got a bunch of wives and we're Mormons and that, but it's, it's, <laughs> we're all, you know, I grew up LDS, you know, we're, we're all good people. You know, we just, it's, Utah's cool. That's a good mixing pot of people here. Do all your wives put the Christmas tree up right after Halloween or <laughs> or just one? <laughs> good. All right. Hey, hey Trevor. Good one, man. I appreciate you guys. Last words to anybody that's going to be paying attention on uh, December 2nd. Let them know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pay attention. Um, like I said, it could happen fast. I'm the first fight. So don't blink and get at me. Follow my socials, Trevor Bradshaw. Uh, that's just it. No fancy names, nothing. Um, thank you for the time i appreciate you guys putting me on absolutely Thank you. thanks for coming on and we'll talk to you out there in uh salt lake city december 2nd yes, bradshaw yes, versus Denison. thanks buddy later 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 man there he is trevor bradshaw he don't have a nickname huh i didn't see one on there i didn't see one on there the yeah, trevor bradshaw i don't see a nickname i don't see a nickname nope 
See the NAs there, you know? And no nickname. That's okay. That's all right, man. He maybe seems he'll like get, a, a... maybe he'll be granted a nickname during this fight. Maybe something crazy happens and they call him like Skull Cracker or something. You know what I'm saying? The murderous Skull Mormon. Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> the murderous Mormon. Is that who's <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking forward this. to that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh September 23rd. So it was um, September was 23rd, I, yeah. Was I dumb for like asking like no. Why, no, why but would it he doesn't have to really try make... out again? Yeah, if he already signed a contract once, it doesn't yeah, make sense maybe... to me that he had to try out again. That seems weird. Maybe the contract was null and void by that time because it had already been like two years. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that he was already under contract. I'm saying that they had already decided signed to sign him, right. him, so they already knew what they had in front of them. Yeah, why? I, I don't know. That's beats and, the and hell he, out of me. And he's and he's stayed extremely active in MMA. You can just look at his record. You can look that he's stay, he has been fighting pretty damn recently. So it's like I don't know. It's fucking weird to me. Yeah. Tomorrow night we got a show. We got a show, Mike. Tomorrow night. What do you do. what do you hear? What do you say? We talk about we've been hyping this fight about with these two women uh, that were going to, we're going to fight in a rematch in bare knuckle. They were talking about fighting in a rematch in bare knuckle. And uh, they had fought once before in MMA and the fight we found out is not happening. I'm, I'm hoping that we get some better news tomorrow, but we're going to have Taylor Starling on with us tomorrow night to talk about this fight that she wants so badly with Jen, Jenny Savage and the fans want it very badly. Jenny Savage and, and Taylor has to happen at some point for the BKFC fans. So we're going to get Taylor on here. We're going to talk about when that might happen, if that's going to happen. And then we're going to talk to 281-330-8004, Mike Jones. Mike <laughs> Jones is coming on tomorrow night, Mike. Yes, he is. Yes, he you, is. He's taking a break know. from his rap career, and he's coming to talk to us. <laughs> what you know about Mike Jones? Not much, not, actually. Not. That's why we're going to have him on, because I need to learn about him. I'm not, oh, okay. oh, we're, you know, we're you know what I didn't about, get sorry. to? What did you, you get to? What I didn't get to with Bradshaw was he fought a guy named Joe Mama. Oh, Joe Mama. And I was interested to know, is that that guy's real name? Because it says Joe Mama. If you look but up it's spelled, Trevor, it's Brad, gotta be. It's got I mean he was M A A M A M A A M A. Did he change Mama. his name? What is that? What Joe is Mama. That? Joe Mama. He oh, we could ask him what Imagine his best. Imagine he fought your mama three times. Why are you fucking with, with my mama? Dude, Mike Jones. See, people are in the comments section. Yeah. Mike Jones. I wonder if he comes out to there's a song that Mike Jones put out. That'd be cool. There was a song I it said like you can ride all night long, but you'll never find Mr. Jones. And that song would be a dope walkout song. But maybe he's, he's got a good maybe, beat to it. Oh, it's, the beat's fucking awesome. It, and the and the chorus is good. Yeah, Mike Jones. Anyways, no no other rapper made a career out of himself by just yelling his fucking his name, name and his cell phone number out. <laughs> It's so funny because I remember Mike Jones's cell phone number right now, and that shit was like 2007, maybe when that shit was was out. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. That was he said it in every single one of his songs. It's so funny. I wonder how long he kept that number for. 
<laughs> or if it was even his real number. I mean, it, it flows nice. Yeah. You, you want to know what I've been doing this whole time while this whole show was on? So we had a little bit of craziness earlier. So if anybody realized, I don't know if they did, but when you were talking to Jared, I was trying to get Trevor on because he was having issues getting in. He couldn't get in. Oh. The link wasn't working. I sent him another link. He goes in, he's in, he's out. He can't hear us. Then he's back. And I was like, just trying to help. Like, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that, do that. And I'm trying to listen to you guys. And I'm like, oh my God. Sometimes it gets a little crazy. But at the same time, I got this oversaturation going on in my freaking face. You see the oversaturation? Does it look crazy to you? See how it just focused in this camera right here? <laughs> I'm going to take this camera. I'm going to fucking throw it across the room. That's what I'm going to do. Hey, Mike, I think I think the what the audience really is wondering is when does the Hallmark background come back? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it's going to happen this weekend. Hallmark oh. is coming back. Yes. in style it's season we're gonna do it i will not be sitting here i will be sitting right there if you could see it would be right there and i am gonna do that until the end of the year i will close out the year you know it'll, it'll sitting look... there with that beautiful background and i can tell you my christmas trees are not up yet they are gonna go up this weekend also but but not also but my kids have christmas trees in their room they're like only like well actually they used to be this big but steph decided this year to get some flocked christmas trees they're about three feet high and the girls just pick out what they wanted to put on their tree so they got little trees in their rooms do you uh, put presents, those are already up do you put presents under their little trees in their rooms no because they did i mean they had a really small tree that's probably the height of this like it was on you know on their bureaus last year, but this year, this tree is like three feet tall. Both of their rooms, they have their own with their own ornaments and their own shit on it. Uh, maybe we'll do that. That's you know a good what? idea. They you get know? up and they got a couple little things. I don't know. We'll see. I just remembered what, what, what our boys did last year, actually, because they have like a three or, you know, like a little fake tree that we put in their bedroom, too. Uh, they got each other shit and they put it under their own tree in that room. Because they share a room, you know what I mean? So they each yeah. got each other a couple things. They're funny like that. They love each other, even though they fight each other every day. But yeah, and, and yeah, Jack, Jack, Jackson's starting to be a little adolescent, little dickhead sometimes, and it's starting to drive me nuts. Like, he'll sit on the couch, this fucking kid. We're sitting on the couch, and he'll go like this, like with his hand. On the, on the couch cushion. And Can you hear my hand? Yeah, oh, I can hear it. Yep, I'll be. He will do that like on seconds. the couch cushion like this, and we'll, dude, Start stop like, doing that. Like, what you're He'll stop doing with. that, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> stop doing that. It's an it's distracting. It's annoying. And he'll and he'll he'll slowly start doing it. He'll go. Oh I'm my like, god! Oh, no, you little motherfucker! Stop I'll grab him right by right his hand. I'll be like, cut the shit, and he'll start like giggling. I'll be like, it's not funny. He's fucking a little out of us. That's, you know what I mean? That's what kids do. An asshole. Do. You know what I mean? We got to beat his ass. No, I'm just joking. Anyways, tomorrow night, Mike Jones, Taylor Starling. We're going to talk about uh, things with them. Yep. And we should probably get into a little bit of our past weekend. We got to talk about the Dave Mundell fight. So why don't yes. we, we'll recap BKFC uh, 53 yep. tomorrow night. So tune in and we'll give away 
uh, signed photo of Jared Warren because we didn't do it tonight. Yeah, we didn't do it tonight, and maybe we'll maybe and 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 get ready for Stoon out of the week too. That's right, Stoon out of the weeks coming back. We're gonna have that up. Win a win a stick that you can rub all over yourself. It's it's a pain stick, guy. Pain stick, stick and you rub it all over. But there it is. Stoon out of the week is back. We did get some uh, some some decent ones already added to the uh, inbox, and a couple funny ones, man. Beautiful. Couple couple Uber driver that stories. Means we can't use mine. Uh, I sent well. one in myself, but I, if I win, nobody wins the stick. Or do I win <laughs> the stick? You could win the stick, Mike. You fucking guy. Who's gonna anyway. rub it on me though? And uh, oh, and one last thing I wanted to before we get off the air here, um, there might be some news on the horizon here. Late late this afternoon, David Feldman posted a, oh, yeah. uh, an Instagram. Uh, we have that. Yeah, we do. Check this out. There it is. Let's take this banner. And off let me let me get that. Yeah, let's get that banner off there real quick. Uh, so right there, great meeting with the zone. Big things in 2024. This is fucking potentially huge, I think, right here. Oh, zone, I love it. The zone is putting on massive boxing events with Jake Paul and those guys. And the, the fucking, I want to say that the Tyson Fury and Ganu thing had something to do with the zone as well. Um, yeah, I don't, I wonder, I can't wait to hear what this is. Right, this has got to be. This has yeah. got to be big. Yeah, I want to have David Feldman on. We've got to get him on our show. We'll maybe we'll do what we did last year, last episode Obviously, of the we'll, year. We'll we'll, we'll fit. <laughs> It'll probably be way past this news, but we could still talk about it because it's four twenty twenty four. No, no telling how much he's going to release by then. And yeah, we'll have to get him on and talk about some stuff before the uh, new year or New Year's. Probably yeah, re- really. We'll 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 talk to him. And see if we can get him on. It's funny because we've only had him on one time in 230-something episodes. And we'll get him on one year after we had him on the first time. And we'll talk about 2023 and 2024. But, yeah, DAZN, man. Remember when when that came out and everybody was like, what is DAZN? DAZN. DAZN? What's DAZN? Yeah. And. And then that was back when Luke Thomas had a show on, um, yes, on on satellite, the Luke Thomas show, and he was like, "What is it called? The Zone?" He's like, "I'm not fucking calling it that. There's no way I'm calling it that. It's D A Z N. In no language is that pronounced the Zone." Yeah, he was really upset about it, <laughs> and he kept calling it Dazen. That's what he was like. I'm calling it Dazen because that's how it's spelt. I'm not doing that. And now he I doesn't am- have a show anymore. Yeah, <laughs> not on that station, anyway. Not in the yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like uh, on the fence with him, but he is really good at breaking down fights afterwards. Yes, I love watching those; those are the best. Yeah. But he can be a little bitchy. It can you know? be uh, a little bitchy for sure. He can be a little bitchy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do when I listen to him. Sometimes I go like this: I go, mm, "Yeah, uh, no, I don't like it." Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anyways, dude, it was a good show tonight. Thank you to Jared Warren and Trevor uh, Bradshaw for coming on. Not Terry. Make, not Terry. Um, thank you to the Shave Parlor, BK Bet Shark, Dynamic Life, and Turf House Farms for helping our our show out. 
You guys help them out because they help us. And we will see you all manana, 9 p.m. when we talk to Taylor Starling about what mm-hmm. the hell's going on with her yeah. po- potential upcoming fight. Mike, you we got anything know. else for the peoples? We must know. We, we must will see know. you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.